Hello and welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Janeel Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to transform the way you are seeing your world, who you are being in it. So you can then upgrade your leadership and really create the life and the results that you consciously want to create. In this episode, I want to be sharing with you my three insights from my journal as I do on a weekly basis. The first point which I want to share with you today is more about how you can maximize your output by doing less. And so my question to you is, are you forcing things to happen? Or are you allowing things to unfold? I was kind of reflecting back on my journey over the last 20 years. And early in my days, when I used to revise for exams and um, kind of study, I guess, through GCSE here in, in, in England and A-levels, we call it, just before you go to university. And then throughout my four to five years of university training, my behavioral patterns were generally based on putting in maximum effort. Um, it was quite stressful, forcing myself to revise for exams, forcing myself to sit down and get work done. There was a lot of burnout. There was a lot of stress involved. Um, to some degree, it didn't really feel natural for most part. I mean, parts of it, I guess, did. But the majority of it did not feel natural to me. And so there was misalignment. And then I, as, as I grew older and became a bit more wiser in how the world works and how human beings work and how we can maximize our performance and live in harmony with ourselves, I became someone more in my flow, more in alignment. I put less pressure on myself and I was actually achieving much more. I was you know, maximizing my output, but it didn't feel like work. And so I'm kind of reflecting here on when am I forcing things to happen and when do I allow things to happen and what in, in my life, as I have looked back, my maximum performance, my, my maximum output has been when I have allowed things to happen. I've allowed things to unfold. Now, let me just break this down for you a bit. It's like if you imagine water coming downstream from the top of a mountain, the water trickles through. There's, it's using the force of gravity to you know, find its way down. It, there's this complete flow through the crevices, through rocks and stones and whatever it, it passes on its journey. But eventually the water finds its way down. And even though there's hurdles on the way, the water kind of works its way around or through the hurdles. And so that's the water traveling down, flowing from the mountain all the way down to the ocean. And there is no active force involved. It's harnessing the power of gravity. And so that's what I mean when I, when I say allow things to happen. It's kind of things are in flow. There's alignment. Things, it doesn't seem like pressure. There's this trust and then faith and gravity to some degree, right? That the water is just going to be flowing down. And the water harnesses 
this energy of gravity. It harnesses the natural forces in this universe. Whereas if we were to push water uphill, if you were to get water from the ocean through all the lakes and push the water up, it would require force. It would require effort. It would require a lot of human manpower to make that change, to, to go against gravity. And it's going against the natural energy of the flow and, and the way that the universe works. And most importantly here in the way that the earth is kind of designed. And it is, it's very reflective of how we perform and how we act in life. There are times I'm sure that you can recognize in your life, where are you forcing things to happen? Where are you taking a lot of active effort where it's very easy to get burnt out, where there may be some rushing involved, where there's potential misalignment and it doesn't feel that good. And sometimes we're not aware of that unless we kind of create space for that. And where in life do you feel in complete flow and alignment? And we know this by how we feel, when things feel effortless, when, think, when things feel easy, when there's less resistance towards action and our in the way of living, then obviously that's that's us being in flow. That's us living in harmony with ourselves. Now, one of the most um, important distinctions here to make is when we are in flow, when we allow things to happen, that doesn't mean we don't take action and we be passive. Actually, when we allow things to happen, we allow the inspiration to flow through us. And so it's not that we do not take action. We can take massive aligned action but the action that we take is coming from an inspired place. It's coming from a place of excitement. It's coming from, from a place of faith. It's coming from a place of trust and complete alignment. And so as I am sharing this distinction between forcing things to happen and allowing things to unfold, what sounds more... What, what sounds more in alignment with you? What sounds better for you in the way that you show up and the way that you lead and the way that you perform and the actions that you take. And this whole podcast obviously is about coming into alignment and leading from within, which is living life more true to yourself and in flow. And so you can then perform at a high level and still be at ease within yourself. Um, and so I guess a, a couple of questions to reflect on today as you listen to this is where in life Am I forcing things to happen? And just having that awareness is really good. There's nothing for you to do about it right now unless you're inspired to. But just having the awareness of actually where am I forcing things to happen? Where do I feel stressed? Where do I feel burnt out? Where do I feel like I'm rushing? Where do I feel like I am putting in a lot of effort to push this water up the mountain? And where in life am I in complete flow? Where do I... Where do things just happen and I don't feel like I'm putting in a lot of effort? Where there's no resistance? Where am I in alignment? And just having that awareness of, and of, of this and you reflecting on it will then allow you to reflect on the next part, you know, in understanding, okay, well, how can I make my life more flowsome? If that's even a word. Um, where, where can I be in more flow? How can I change things up to make sure that I'm not, forcing things when, when I'm not wasting my energy 
on forcing things to happen and not getting any results and more so aligning myself to what's true for me utilizing this universal force within me my own intuition my own guidance and then acting from this place obviously this this work requires some reflection and some self-awareness um but i hope those questions are valuable to you in the way that you are operating in your world and who you are being and ultimately how well you're performing in life at home at work and how happy are you essentially um with the work that you do and the um activities you perform and all the different things you've got all the different projects that you've got going on in life cool so the second one uh, so that's the first one forcing things to happen and allowing things to unfold the second one is um i may have spoken about this before in 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 some detail to some degree but the importance of collecting data in life and so this can be applied to a number of different situations whether you're finding your life partner um and going out on loads of dates to to understand you know to yeah just to essentially meet people or whether you are building a business and um you know creating the clients that you want to create whether it be you working on some dream or vision or a project and you're figuring out how to get there the importance of getting yourself out there and speaking to people creating conversations attending events and just having reaching reaching out to people that you may not have previously reached out to put, putting yourself out there putting yourself in environments where you can collect data collect data on how the industry is working collect data on how your clients might be thinking collect data on what is most aligned with you and so the importance of actually get i guess cliche to some degree here but getting out your comfort zone getting out your own mind getting out your own thinking and having conversations with people and putting yourself out there in environments where you can learn where you can study where you can collect more data and the more that we can put ourselves out there the more that we can experience certain different or different situations have different conversations attend different events meet new people get different perspectives the more we can do that and that does require us to get out of our comfort zone that does require some form of action um but then we're able to clarify our desires we're then able to see what's most aligned with us see what's not aligned with us see what makes most sense we can understand possibilities we can understand new ways of thinking we can understand things that we didn't even know that even existed because there is so much in this world that we don't know we don't even know um most of our world is not the world well our world is created in our own minds but there's so much going on in this world that we are not aware of there's so many different ways of thinking possibilities that is completely outside our own realm of thought right now and the more we can put ourselves in environments where we're learning and we 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 absorbing things from different people the more we can think at a bigger scale the more broad the more we can broaden our thoughts our thinking the the more clarity we can create ultimately and so i think just the importance of putting yourself out there collecting data which then clarifies our desires and then 
may come a point in life where your intuition is guiding you towards, well, actually right now I am um, not in that mode. Maybe, maybe you're not in that mode. Maybe you are someone who's already done that and maybe you have clarified your desire now for the project that you're working on in a specific area of life. You're very clear and great on that. But then obviously there's other projects that we are embarking upon, especially in early days of a project that you might be working on. Um, it's extremely important to put yourself out there and learn and you know, just have conversations to be open-minded. I'll give you one example of that where that's happening with me right now. Um, so one of the things which I am working on or project is really understanding how I want to get my potential book out there. So for those of you who don't know, I've started writing this this earlier on this year, writing a book and I've, I've hired different people to help me understand how, how I can become a better writer, but also how can I create a book and get my ideas onto paper and into a book and do I want to get it published or want to get it self-published and all this kind of different stuff. And it's been just been at the back of my mind this year and I'm very early days with it. I'm not very educated as much um, as I thought I was in, in, the, in, in the space. And so I'm heading over this weekend to an event with a, with a publisher so I can learn more from um, publishers, from aspiring writers, for maybe writers who have published books, um, who have been through the experience when I can learn from them, I can ask them questions. So then that will clarify my desire, that will clarify, okay, what's most aligned with me? Is this a, is this a, a journey or is this pathway via publisher most aligned with me or is it not? Is it self-publishing route? This is something which I'm constantly doing in different areas of life and it's really powerful. But there's also areas of life where I've done that and now I know what I want and, I've, and, I'm, and I'm very, I, I don't really do much research on that part. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much because I've done it for a couple of years and now I know where I stand and what I want and what I want to create. And so it's very much focused on what I really want to create. So it really depends where you are with different projects in life. Um, and so a question for you, I guess, to, to reflect on is where can I collect more data? What events can I attend? Who can I speak to? What opportunities can I create to gather more data on the specific project which I want to work on or which I want to create? Cool. And I guess the final one is um, linked to the second part or this, to the second point I've just made about collecting data is the importance of creating time to experiment. I think we live or we have been brought up in a schooling system that doesn't really allow us to um, or didn't really allow us to fail often and fail a lot and experiment. We, we, were, we got a cross on our paper when we got an answer wrong and tick when it was correct. And I think that has an impact as life goes on about, you know, especially when it comes down to experimenting. Um, particularly in business, it's, it's a must, but also in the corporate world and at home in personal life, we have to try things and test things and we're going to have to fail to then understand what, what works better. It's just like collecting data, as I mentioned in my second point. And so the, 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 the point at which I wanted to raise is here having a scientist mindset. And so if you think of a scientist when they are conducting their experiments, their scientific experiments, they are coming into certain experiments collect to collect data and they know that it's going to fail. They are already prepared for it. There's, there's, a, there's an element of detachment really to, to, ex, to, to a scientific experiment. 
there's an element of detachment because the scientist is purely conducting this experiment to test, to see what's working, to see what's not working. And then from that, from the results, we can refine the, the, the experiment, we can refine the parameters, we can go hone in close on what we want to investigate more and let go of the things that we do know that we do not need to investigate. And with a scientist, there's no attachment to the experiment or the result. And so there's no attachment. Whatever result it is, it is what it is. It's given the parameters that a scientist has set and given the 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 um, specific experiment, it, the outcome is the outcome. There is no sense of attachment to whether, or there's no sense of personal attachment to the outcome. Their their sense of worthiness, their sense of confidence, their sense of well-being, their sense of um, personal integrity is not attached to the result of this experiment. And obviously, I'm talking here from a, from a very generic point of view. There may be scientists that, that, that do that, but I'm talking from a gen generic scientific perspective. There's no attachment to the results, but the whole point of an experiment is to experiment, is to fail, is to learn, is to see what's working, see what's not working. I think there's times in our lives where we need to remember that, that sometimes pockets of our of, of our lives are purely for experimental purposes we want to experiment we want to see whether what's working what's not working we want to collect data and so when we come into certain projects in our lives whether it be finding a life partner or whether it be building a business or whether it be developing a culture in your team you're going to have to have an experimental mindset a scientist mindset so you're able to really try things and test things and have fun with things and not be so attached to the outcome and then learn from it and reassess. Um, and obviously when there is revenue, P&L, bottom line, when there's relationships at stake here, that's when it can get obviously quite the our, our emotions come in. And so there is in, in the real world outside of this um, podcast you may be thinking well actually the emotions come in and you know this life is online here yes and that's that, that's the, that's the nuance here. it's like how can we separate our how we can take our emotion out of it and purely come in from a scientific experiential mindset and then what we will find is in certain situations that when we take out of our when we take out our emotion in in certain situations we just test things Think there's less resistance to the outcome. We just, whatever the outcome is, then we assess and adapt and we keep on going. Um, and I, in, in, in what I've just said there, I have, might, might have talking, uh, talking? spoken about emotion in, in a negative way um, or in a way which emotion is not important, but actually it is. It, it is important to see what's most aligned with us. However, from a rational point of view, sometimes we do need to actually put the emotion aside and really just to test what's working and what's, what's not working. And then we can see whether it's aligned with us or not, the, the actual result and see what the data is. Um, so I think here is it's just, just a question to reflect on is where in life do I need to create more time to experiment 
and have more of a scientific mindset to allow myself to move forward and create what it is that I want to create. And for me to just gain clarity and collecting more data so I can move the needle forward, that will bring more, will, that will essentially bring me closer to what it is I really want. Um, so I hope these three, these, things, these three insights, forcing things versus allowing things to unfold, the importance of collecting data to clarify your desires. And then finally, creating time to experiment and having the scientific or scientist mindset I hope those three points were valuable to you. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on the reflection points. And of course, if you know anyone who would benefit from this episode, feel free to share the love and share the podcast episode with them. Until next time, take care and I'll see you soon.